Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Awakening Truths with Make Up Your Power podcast. Um, I am here with my husband, Brian. Uh, he is my twin flame. We are. We decided to do a Saturday night live edition of our podcast and talk about kind of emotional self-awareness. We are also uh, streaming live right now on TikTok too. So we're kind of all around. But we are here to take any questions that anybody has, create a conversation for all of us to kind of get involved in um, and just, you know, have a talk. Why not? What are you doing today? What, what's going on with your Saturday? What do you have going on? Um, so in today's live episode, I had a reality check that made me realize how I typically respond to emotional vulnerability. See, I was always considered somebody that was like... Uh, very much an emotional responder. I'm sure that there's people out there that can relate where you get it all built up and you're just so like, I'm doing all this for everybody. Like it's obvious, like why wouldn't you want to do that in return? And then it starts to leave kind of a hole and you're outward seeking and you're getting let down every single time. And that can create a lot of insecurities. Um, or if, say, when you were growing up, if you were trying to express your emotions, and I'm sure everybody can relate here, and you kind of got shut down, or it's making people uncomfortable, or um, don't show your emotions, stuff like that. Or if you try to just be open and you just nobody wants to hear you, um, little things like that, did I not realize kind of were great little sprinkles that kind of added to where I became into today? Because I'm very much about wanting to share resources and honestly share our truths, our situations of where we came from, because we just believe in being honest and real. Um, I'm always open to differing perspectives because I'm always open to learn. And I truly always want to know like where that thought process comes from with people. Uh, what kind of belief got, where did it start from, originate from? Because everybody's perceptions are truly our realities. Um, and that's a big take to really, really learn and digest. And for me, I realized that I was having a hard time connecting with people because I'm like solutions or I'm just sharing how like spiritually, how it could really help you. And, you know, looking at any situation, if you had lost somebody or you lost a job or you became homeless or whatever, because I personally, he has, we've experienced quite a bit throughout our lives. So I got to a point where I just like, okay, well, let's just do something that will help and just come up with solutions, not realizing how that's not being emotionally vulnerable for somebody who could be being vulnerable in that moment, in that safe space. If say they're sharing something real deep and I'm just like, well, you know, it all has a purpose. You're getting built for something more because you're strong. I mean, it sounds beautiful. It sounds great. But in reality, the best thing would probably just be to say, you know, I'm sorry, you have every right to feel that way. Kind of responses like that. Because my intention was meant well, but I really decided to jump in the rabbit hole. And for if you guys follow and listen along and follow our podcast, which is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, you can catch us all over there. Um, you'll kind of see that there's a lot of learning and healing as we kind of go. Um, and when things kind of come up for us as twin flames, since we are meant to heal things and work through them and face them head on, because the more we don't want to face them, the more shit comes up. Um, 
Yeah, we realize that it's just kind of important to just get it out there. And I'm a yapper, so I'll talk and he'll just let me chat. So let's throw him in. Go ahead, Ben. What is your um, perspective when it comes to the emotional self-awareness and what we're talking about today? Like, what? where do you know it came up from? He hates the headphones. He hates yeah. Awareness. My self-awareness comes from a lot of my childhood trauma. All the past trauma that you go through growing up. Um, you know, when you have somebody there for you and you're going through tough times trying to figure yourself out. And when you get yourself into a little bit of trouble, you really start realizing who is in your corner and who's not, whether it's friends, family, or no one at all. Um, when shit gets real, that's how you know. That's how you know who, what you're made of and what people are really made of around you, for sure. Right. But you may come across with some abandonment issues because those people weren't there for you as you were um, getting older or experienced more things in your life where you wanted them to be there. You reached out and asked for help or for people to be there for you. And they're pretty much like, sorry, dude, I'm living life. Got a full-time job. I can't, can't help you out. Um, you didn't have the resources back then. And now, coming into this time and age, we have those resources. We may not know how to reach those resources, but me and my wife as twin flames, I feel that we're going to try to give you guys those resources, the resources that we didn't have. So that way you don't feel the abandonment. So you are self-aware of the things that are going on within within you that you can't explain to others or explain to yourself why you feel the way that you feel, why you feel abandoned or hurt or it makes you want to be careless. I mean, these are... Because you feel like nobody is watching anyways. But I got to say, that was pretty impressive that, that you just shared that way. I really, really appreciated that because it's true. Because at first when you start realizing, oh my goodness, I'm not being maybe compassionate or empathetic to this person as an adult now, but knowing that in your heart and your intention and how you were or how you inner, your inner self is, there's that, um, that confusion. Like what's mine and what wasn't mine that I took on as mine. Right. And kind of really differentiating the difference between the two and starting to reestablish who you are versus the programming of who you are. Because, you know, people want you to be, it's not about their version. Right. And it's it's about what you want. Right. Not about what anybody else wants you to be. It's who you want to be, who you want to become. You want to be a business owner, be a business owner. You want (laughs) just go after your passion is what we really want to. Yeah. You know, like don't go for the money, go for the passion. Because we're in the age of Aquarius. Something that you love, something you want to continuously do, whether it's a hobby, great. Do it. Don't stop because somebody else makes fun of you for doing it or you feel that you don't have the support that you need. You build it, they'll come. 
I've been told that. You build it, they'll come. Just like this studio. And personally, like if you guys want to know questions down below and stuff like that with us personally, we've definitely experienced a lot of, um, a lot of life. And um, what we say in that is that it doesn't mean like we're just another resource, right? Because a lot of the times there's educated people and then there are people with lived in experience and then there are people with lived in experience plus education. And that's something that we've always really strived for because it was very difficult when, you know, you grow up being told that this this bloodline or this family or what's what you're surrounded by is your safety net, is your protection, has got you that you could turn to, that you're supposed to be able to be vulnerable with. But a lot of people did not have those situations or circumstances. So whenever one of those things doesn't align with who with you growing up, it makes you feel like you're missing out on something, like you're not good enough, like there's something that's not good enough for you, that that's why you're not fitting into this mold of, you know, fancy clothes or a fancy place or the mom, the dad, the perfect picture. What the hell is a perfect picture? You know, it's so it's it's it really has to do with perception and your perception and just shedding a lot of that, like literally just throw out whatever you were told was the one way to be and then just start one by one putting in a step that you enjoy that brings you joy and a lot of the times you know creative passions help to do that we're now in the age of aquarius so being authentic and and, in alignment with what works for you is going to be your wealth it's going to be your success um because in doing that and not just looking at the financial, because I understand with the way society looks right now, everybody in the world is broke just about except for the elite 1%. But it's being created that way because the physical dollar doesn't decide what your wealth truly is. And in going through these experiences, you know, we started to kind of see for ourselves um, what wealth really looked like, uh, and what that looked like was, you know, the people who accept your boundaries, respect your boundaries, um, embrace who you are, even when it's messy are allowing you to make mistakes, but also allowing you the space to own up to those mistakes. so You can keep growing. That's the kind of community that we're trying to create is that same kind of tribe in a way or community that kind of came our way when we needed it. But in order for us to find it and understand it, we had to let go of what we thought that picture looked like of family, of friends, of, you know, people that were there for us. Because in all honesty, has anybody here gone through a divorce and all of a sudden it was crickets with your friends? Or family. Because they were upset with the fact that you were like, hey, somehow. Yeah, they're, everybody in the world, I'm sure, can relate to that. That's a hard pill to swallow. Or anybody ever here ever go to jail or prison and have not, it's, birds are chirping, that's it, that's all you're probably about to hear, and nothing from nobody. But then as soon as you get home, it's like, hey, how you doing? What well, been wondering how you've been. People think that time goes by and it makes everything okay, but in all reality, that time 
was created for a reason. So let's communicate. Let's have an open conversation of what created any of that kind of turmoil to see if you're going to be in for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. You know, and it gets it gets lonely at first, to be honest with you, but we do want to ask. We do want to know because it's not it's not easy to go through those experiences that you think you're never going to survive. But guess what, guys? You guys do survive them. I don't know how to do the Carlton. Well, I mean a little bit, but I don't know how to do the Carlton that well, to be honest with you. I don't know who that is. I don't know how to do that. I don't know. Somebody has to go live on there. Sorry, because we are still filming a um, podcast. So um, we really just wanted to kind of bring that together because in all honesty, energetically speaking, um, the best way to really get to know and understand yourself, we feel from what has worked for us is like learning your astrological birth chart and your human design. There, It is a literal blueprint down to the second that you were created, down to the minute that you were created. Um, and if you just take a peek through it, it could really line some stuff up for you. That'll give you more of a sense of control and understanding of what your needs are versus what your wants are, you know. It makes you more aware. Yeah, rather than being told of what to be aware of, if that right. makes sense. And you oh, an awareness of your own internal being. The self-awareness. Because you can look through it yourself and find it rather than when you're on like, TV or certain music or the news or anything like that, you know, vibrationally speaking, certain sounds can bring you down, which can make it easier for subliminal messages to come through. Things just as simple as that, that can happen if you're not tuned in. And you see that happening a lot, streaming on YouTube and TikToks and Facebook where the hurts, you got to sink into that certain vibration or hear the vibration that might bring you that wealth or what have you. But you got to be careful with that. It might be, like she said, subliminal messaging you the opposite way of what you actually are looking to see. But the more that you can get in tune with your internal, the easier it can become. So one of the tools that we ended up creating and using for ourselves was an emotional self-awareness scan. Um, and what that scan looks like, if you guys want to be a part of it, um, you, there's some things that you can write down and you just take a minute whenever you're maybe feeling vulnerable or just kind of like not in tune with yourself. Somebody's playing music. So this is a very creative building. We're in the Park Trade Center in Kalamazoo. Um, and it's a very creative arts older style building. So you have creatives that come in and out of here like 24 seven doing whatever. And I love it because I mean, we're creative nerves ourselves, which is why this makeup arts and tarot studio is also a podcast center because why not like right. be with your people <laughs> to be honest with you. So that's what you're probably hearing in the background is the guitar going, which is awesome. Um, so back to the emotional self-awareness and see, this is what's great about doing a podcast live. Um, what you can do is you can write down your current thoughts. So if I said to you in this moment, um, what is the first thought that comes to mind? write that down. It could be something like I'm excited about an upcoming event or I'm feeling overwhelmed with our, you know, a deadline with work, something, you know, or I'm just tired or it smells fun. It doesn't even matter. Just the first thing that pops into your head and then identify the primary emotion you're feeling in that moment. Yeah, joy, frustration, sadness. 
Then next, locate where you feel the emotion in your body. There could be like tightness in the chest, a knot in your stomach, a warmth in your heart, pain in your back, scratch on your butt cheek. And then take note of your surrounding environment. Is it chaotic? Are you hearing a lot of noises? Is there aggressiveness around? Is there joy? Is there music that makes you want to just do the jiggle jiggle or the Carlton? Then from there, check in with how your physical body feels. Because there's the internal and the external. Does it feel cold? Uh, achy? Think of a color that comes to mind. It could be a vibrant red, common blue, any color that pops up in your mind, mind spontaneously. From there, ask your kid self, what brings you joy? Visualize yourself as a small child. And think about in that moment the joy of whatever it was you were doing. Mine was usually cutting Barbie doll's hair, trolls' hair, braiding their hair, drawing eyes with eye makeup. Whether it's sports, beating up your brothers. I'm fucking terrible at sports, guys. <laughs> terrible at sports. No matter how I try, and I can tell you all the rules and still not do shit for them. Like, I'm just... I had good people on my team when I played. But then from there, ask your kid self, what made you feel this way without judgment or financial value? Allow yourself to remember what brought you pure joy and fulfillment as a child without worrying about the practicality or external factors. So this is a mindfulness technique that you guys can kind of come back to to kind of help yourself recenter. Whenever you do this emotional self-awareness scan, wherever you're at, and it kind of just recalibrates you to kind of see what is me and what could be outside of me. Because when you go and you do those self-checks, you're tapping in. So if there are certain things that come up, you may reflect and be like, no, that doesn't sound right. And that kind of connection helps you in that regrounding, which is going to help you with the society of AI, with the wave of the Aquarius and Pluto being in it. It's all about coming back to your heart center, your intuition. We've now come into the time of the feminine energy, which means spirituality, intuition, creativity, collaboration, alignment, women empowerment. My business is literally called Make Up Your Power. Um, I've done makeup for magazines and uh, boudoir photographers, and they're all based around just empowerment. But makeup goes even further. Makeup originated on men and women, and it was usually a way of showing wealth, royalty, or it was a way of protecting yourself when you went to into battle or just self-individual self-expression. And I started doing live makeup demos to kind of show different ways in wearing makeup because I think it should be that way. And I think that we'll probably do a live where maybe I do some tribal work on his face to kind of show different um, uh, cultural makeup and what it was for, because each color holds an energy. It holds a vibration. And that can also help you or hinder you in something that you're trying to achieve that day. We've learned that the Egyptians are the ones that have really um, embraced this. The origin. Mm -hmm. Really, really believe that. And it's, really, really true, but it's coming back to a place of 
before like society got his hands on it, like what things were for inevitably, because like I can say something, no, I won't even go that far because we are clapping on weight. But anyways, the point is, is I'm going to say this understanding our emotional state is crucial when it comes to responding to someone's vulnerability, because in this moment, I could have said something that could have come off as if I was not being emotionally vulnerable to people. And I don't mean to be, I've experienced a lot of life. I am an Aquarius rising. I'm a Scorpio sun and I'm a Pisces moon. I come off like a detached emotional dickhead, but I have so much love and care for people that I just always want to give as many solutions, resources, and guidance as possible. Because for me personally, and it's a wound for me, I didn't have those things like I wish I would have at different times. So I've almost overly eagerly done it, but in a way to where I want to work more on getting back into that compassionate, empathetic, um, where self meets man, I like to call it. Because we are at a time of division um, and separation and confusion. Right. And this is the time we need to stay together, help one another. Pull ourselves out of invalidating environments and put ourselves into validating environments. The more segregation, the more chaos. The more we come together, the less chaos, the better off we will be. And a great tool is to maybe take a perspective of if there's anything that you kind of may do that you beat yourself up over or you get disappointed about or let down or what have you, kind of just give yourself a break, you know, a step back from it and really kind of let it flow and then objectively look at it like, what's going on here? Because if stuff comes up, let it come up. Even if it's something that could be frightening or emotional or what have you, let it come up so that way you can get rid of it. Because if you push it back down, you have... Yeah, it'll resurface in a way that you won't be able to control. So let it kind of like flow out and know that not everybody can you be vulnerable with and share your emotions with. That was something for me. I overly shared my emotions once I did move out on my own and stuff and didn't know how to interact with people. You know, I'm a spiritual being. I've connected with spirituality. People have crossed over. Um, I've been a channeler my whole life. So with that created a weird relationship within my family household because they were Catholic, Italian. Um, You know, my mom had passed. My dad was a crackhead. So he couldn't, you know, raise us. There's no woe is me there. It's just understanding all of that stuff and not blindly being positive. And the way to not blindly be positive is by allowing the stuff that can seem negative to let it flow so you can understand it better. Because the more you can understand it, now you give yourself a choice, something that society hasn't given. Society is mainly given you either can reach this part or you're at this part. And if you're at this part, you need us no matter what. If you're at this part, which is extremely difficult to get to, and there's so many perfections and lineage and generations and everything else that kind of has to be stacked behind you to be able to even get this, I mean, it's unobtainable. But in looking at things that we do have control over, you kind of reset what's obtainable and what's not. And you decide what is. 
because I lost everything at one point when I went through my divorce. I became homeless for a second. And I had to look around at my surroundings and the people that were around me in that time. They adored me when I was able to give them everything, do everything that they needed, support them. But I drew those people in. I drew those people in because they accepted me. And in all reality, they were just draining. draining the shit out of me. Taking from you. Even though I knew that I was like, but what's the what's the better? What's the latter? I'm alone. I'm by myself. Shit, I should have been. It was I was anyways, you know? And it was a lot of like figuring out this doesn't feel right, but it gets confusing when there weren't resources at the time to really understand just the people around you that enjoyed being able to take the advantage, telling you, no, 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 or disagreeing or doing these things, narcissistic type things that pull you back in. So you get to a point where you're like, okay, well, I can't show emotions. That makes me weak. So I'm not going to show any of them at all anymore. And then you come off kind of cold and distant, which ties back into us talking about the um, emotional self-awareness and where most times we could lack emotional intelligence due to things that we have experienced when we were growing up that uh, disabled us from being able to. That's all the groups we know. We've been there, been, been there, done that, you know, emotions weren't allowed. If the emotions popped up, it was always, do you want me to give you something to cry about? Mm -hmm. You know, whether it was done to us for something that we did do and we were upset over it because we got spanked or what have you, but it was always, you want something to cry about, I'll give you something to cry about. Don't shame the family. Right. Don't tell, nobody Nobody needs to know what really goes on in this house and show a facade outside of this home that looks this way. That distortion is so confusing, so confusing. And then you're in a house and then you're surrounded by people who are your biggest torturers in being told that you need to look out for these people. You need to have their back. When they may, may not have your back. You see the confusion there? And this happens to a lot of people. This is just, you know, our personal experience, but I'm sure it's very relatable. But something like that can be very crippling when you get older. And now that I see that for what it is, I now I'm being given a choice. So now if I move forward and decide to be emotionless when responding to people, I'm now making a choice to do so. And back to what I was saying about society saying this part or this part, you're now being given a choice yourself, not just that. There's actually more choices for you than you realize. And in your, in your differences and your uniqueness are what we really, really want to be a part of because those guys are the piece of the universal puzzle. We're at times where division and control and structures are demolishing no matter what your belief is, they are demolishing around us because they were never built to sustain for everybody. We are in a time period now where sustainability has to be for the all. Because that's what this intention was always supposed to be for. That's why we're okay coming on here, being honest, doing it live, doing the podcast, because eventually this will 
reach people in ways that are going to be very helpful and a great resource rather than the resources, again, that you were told by society to go to school for six hours during the times where as a kid, you could be learning how to survive on the earth. Right. They can give you survival skills. They give you history lessons. That they created. So by the time your kids get home from school, they don't want to hear anything you got to say that you want to teach them about life lessons. They want to go game. They gave you allegiance to pledge to. Another thing that that is just from controlled structures. Now, everything works in increments. Yes, the, the ideas of them can be great, but yes, but they need to be restructured. And the way that they restructure is you just start doing your own thing. And then you connect with like-minded people that can connect you with your own thing that connects to their thing and so forth. We all have pieces that can help each other in that evolving rather than separating us into these little um, means of control. It's generational. You're not a bad person. You're someone who has come in at this time, I believe, I believe, with the knowing that just possibly we could change what is happening at this current time and make it better. It's a matter of are we here for pain or are we are we here for empowerment? I want to be here for empowerment because I will not look at my life and all the situationships that I've gone through and just say, I deserved all that bullshit because I'm just like, you know, I'm just not one of the lucky ones. We'll give it a go next time. No. First of all, I'm done incarnating after this time. This is my last incarnate. Second of all, (laughs) second of all, like, no, I gave the first half of my life um, trying to escape things and trying to hide and or feel ashamed or or be made to be ashamed because I've always been very forthcoming with my experiences, but have been made shamed for it. But then I realized that those are all my perceptions. If I'm being shamed, I'm allowing the shame. And it's a matter of what I want to allow into my life now. What I want to make of my life now in this moment. And that's all we're here to kind of let you guys know is that no matter what happened one second ago, you have a choice. And emotional intelligence is something that is a skill that is always going to be built upon. I like to use more of like emotional self-awareness rather than emotional intelligence because it can kind of sound like a dick, to be honest. You can sound like an asshole saying, what are you, not emotionally intelligent? I know I use that term trying to be supportive in a conversation with him a while back. And that sounds like an asshole. I, I sounded rude. So I had okay. to dive back into that. Yes, we do. Yeah. What? Not meaning to, trying to be helpful. But I can see where that interpretation came off that way. Or, you know, with clients that I had that may, that had, um, uh, had people that had passed and stuff. And, you know, thinking that the, the way in which I created support was trying to give solutions. So that way I, it could mean something, you know, um, and in realizing that there's like a window to know when to do that and recognizing when you're logically responding to somebody versus emotionally supportive responses. 
because like a logical response will be more surface level and lack emotional support. But emotional intelligence or awareness, it includes empathy, understanding emotions and responding with compassion. So when you practice active listening and empathy, it helps in enhancing it. But it's continuous growth that you're going to keep doing and being aware of and not being afraid of if it feels right to you and it's who you are expressing that to people, but also letting everybody know, like, even if it's coming across messy, you have a safe space to speak. I'm open to like hearing what's going on here, you know, and being open and honest, just being real about the conversation, you know, acknowledging their emotions and validating their feelings. Um, showing empathy and understanding, offering support and reassurance, um, sharing, you know, encouraging self-compassion, letting people know like you have every right to those feelings. Um, and know too that like the feminine energy is associated with spirituality and intuition. Masculine energy leans more into mental and physical aspects. So if you are more, and I don't mean like male, female, like born, I mean energy. Because if you're somebody who could be biologically female, but harness more masculine energy, then that can show up as you being more logical, more physically based. Um, so it can come off, say, more cold or I know and you may not kind of a thing um, when if it can be unbalanced, if you're too more on one side of things. Right, we all have male, female. Yeah, when we are in balance, we have masculine and feminine. Yes, and that's the next one. Right, getting upset with others. We we all have the same qualities and traits. We just need to learn how to um, utilize it more so, so we're not so ignorant to each other. Yeah, kind of restructuring, you know, restructuring the way that we approach people um, can be really, really all the difference in, in trying to become our best selves. You know what I mean? Because we're always going to be a work in progress. It's always going to be a journey. And I'm always going to make mistakes, but I believe that there are lessons that lead to blessings and it's okay. Because when I'm more into my feminine energy, like he said, that's where I could maybe be more emotionally responsive um, in an essence of uh, taking things uh, to heart and being offended is what I mean. Some of us males need more feminine feminine energy so that way we can be more supportive and more emotional to their needs rather than cold, shut off, and dicks. Yeah, and it goes both ways because of the effect. We, we came into such a time of being so offended, so offended by everybody that we set ourselves up to always be let down by everything in a moment's notice. And that one was head to mouth. So I know that that was for me as well. That was very interesting, that guidance, because it really, really does reign true. It's like, what a breath it would be to just maybe just say, you know what? I, I'm putting that down. I want to put that down because it's more exhausting for me than it is helpful for me or the people around me that I adore, that it took me a long time to find in a way, because there was so much when you find the right people or the right people, you know, are in your life, you want to become a better person. That's how you know the top five people that you're around most 
is the identity pretty much on this of what you really are striving to be or you are. Nine times out of ten, that's your wife and your children. And if your home life, you're escaping and you're just, say, doing work because I'm somebody that can really drown myself in work, I want to find... Escaping is problem. And I want to find the balance or not realizing it, thinking that if I can just focus and get this and we have this going off and it helps people and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, okay, but as you're healing and you're experiencing things, your family is going through that with you as well. Because all of my healing, all of my sharing, all of my me sitting here today and feeling like the, the beautiful person that I am is because of the people that are around me and in my life now. And with that, I'm always going to want to strive to be better. You, you glow up or you grow apart. And we're at a time right now where it is safe to be vulnerable. It is safe to express emotions. Do so in your knowing of who to do that with, because that makes a huge difference. A huge difference because if you're somebody that is like, okay, well, I'm being more vulnerable, but you're, say, you go to a parent that might be more like, ah, you're fine. It's it's, it's always going to be shit. It's going to be shit. It's always shit. And that's just what it's going to be. Yeah. What are you, you going to do? Kind of thing. If you're around that, then th- this is where make that choice and be like, okay, that's not going to work so much. Great thing now is about social media and all these platforms is, is that you could end up typing in a problem that you have and connecting to a group that is a great resource or a community or a live that somebody is doing and pop in a question or a statement or something that's going on, you know, and know that it's okay and safe to do so because in our vulnerability is that we be, we gain strength. Because then we become compassionate and more empathetic rather than the assumption that we just have to be cold and logical. Now, don't get me wrong. For me, the logical and the emotional, I have been working very much so on trying to balance and understand for myself. Because if I go too logical, then that's where I'm becoming emotionally unself-aware. Like, you know what I'm saying? And The opposite. Very logical. Emotions. Slim to none, but I'm working on it, working on the emotions, working through the traumas to bring the emotions so that way I'm more self-aware of what's actually going on internally so that way when I'm out in public and I'm feeling bitter or what have you, I'm not snapping on the person that's getting my food for me or my significant other or the children. And seeing what's yours and what could be somebody else's too. Somebody else is having a shit day and their energy rubs off on you. So you're feeling angry and bitter. Somebody else's energy, not yours. And knowing the difference. And that's where the self, the emotional self-awareness scan can really, really help with that. Um, Because we know that for us as twin flames, we trigger each other. And even outside of twin flames, okay, just a relationship in general with people, family, spouses, all of it, you can compare it to. You have some kind of insecurities. Those come up in relationships all the time. The ones that are the closest in your environment are going to 
fortunately and unfortunately, depending on the situation, are going to be the ones that trigger you to have to deal with that trigger. Because if we're getting triggered, then there's something unhealed. And the closest people to us are going to be the ones to do that for us because they are our safe space. So when we do break down, we're safe to do so. That's the important factor. Last week, I had the heaviest mental breakdown that I feel that I've I've ever had personally in front of my children, in front of my husband, um, and in front of like my children's cousin. And when things like that happen, you just have to give that person a safe space to allow them to express those emotions and feelings so that way they can see for themselves firsthand what's really going on. Give them their, give, it's giving them their self check when they're acting out like that. And you're not responding to give them fuel to continuously yeah. go on. You're, you're shutting it down by just not acknowledging it, but allowing it. Or feeding it. Yeah. Allowing it to happen. Mm-hmm. The more you feed it, the more it's going to continue. The less you feed, the easier it stops. Because then perspective starts happening. A lot of times when we're, yeah, because a lot of times when we're say because in that moment for me, it was my inner child crying out. Just going to be realistic because that's what it looked like. It literally looked like the biggest child tantrum. And again, it, I was so ashamed in how I felt, but I realized in that moment and I found out from my husband and my kids afterwards, like, mom, you're working through stuff. And that's kind of how I was told by everybody and stuff. And they were giving me the space to do so because they can know that. And up until, you know, about a month ago, did I really see like really, really baby pictures of me? I always just compared to how I look like to my kids because um, I never had seen them. Well, my sister had sent me some. And I realized in that moment when I was having that breakdown, I visualized her as a child. Me speaking, I hate you. You don't want to live. You're worthless. You're a failure. You think you want to help people, but nobody wants to hear you. Like These are just examples of some of the things that I was saying to myself out loud. And like, it wasn't okay, you know, but it, and I knew it wasn't, but I had to let the process happen. And then as soon as I saw the vision of my uh, younger self and being this person yelling, I had a real wake up call of being the people who did that to my younger self, becoming the version of that yeller, of that herder to my own self. And realize, how long have you been doing that for? Because throughout my life, I've had problems with the, um, with substances or seeking things outside of myself, whether it was people, uh, food, uh, substances, you know, and just thinking that that would make me something more. And to one step at a time, like for us, us doing this podcast to be, you know, real with everybody, we decided to give up alcohol for 2024. So it's Saturday night. What would you be doing on a Saturday night? Well, for us, we'd probably be having some drinks or going out or something like that, right? Well, we're not doing that anymore. So now we're kind of filling our energy more with passions, this podcast, uh, sharing stuff that we're going through because maybe the collective could be going through it too or relating because it's not easy and it doesn't feel good. And there are heavy things that people are feeling right now 
uploads that are coming through. <clears throat> yeah, the downloads are real and they're overwhelming. Getting sick, feeling crappy, overall ascension feelings, feelings of uplifting and uprising, vibrations rising up because it, it's force. It's going to happen. There's nothing that we can do about it. It's what our earth does to us. 2024 is a year of the truth. No matter what, no matter what anybody says, I'm not going to change that. It's a year of the truth. And what that means is, is that anything that is not for your own truth or the, the highest truth, meaning the good for everybody, for all, is going to, it's, it's going to fall apart. It, it's not going to work. That's why you see so much destruction happening out there if you're looking at it. If you're not, because you're like, well, what is that going to do for me? Fear-based, I feel, news and energy, stuff like that. For me personally, even Scary Moon stuff, for me personally at this point in time, I don't watch it because I, I have seen it bring me down or have me become bitchy or little things like that. So for me personally, I don't. Doesn't mean that I'm not like sending out love and, you know, sending out like my prayers on my own and doing it in a different way like this. In a world full of chaos, let's create community. That after to be self-aware that news triggers her. News puts her in bad moves. So she doesn't watch it or listen to it. She knows the outcome. And it's a matter of making a choice at that point. You know, I'm now making the choice more so of intentional living. I still got a ways to go. I'm a vegetarian now. Gave up meat and fish four months ago. And yeah. Tell you what. And it's boring as hell. It is boring it, as hell. It's but... hard to make meals for the both of us. when I still like my meat and fish. And she's likes her vegetables yeah we've been finding plant-based foods and stuff but but we're all going through things and a lot of female energy out there and stuff like that i'm sure that a lot of things that you once loved whether it was food or things people places things what ideas any of it might be taking a little bit of a, a change and it's okay to go with those changes because those changes are leading to something more um, that is more molded for you. And I realized that for me and with what I experienced, that breakdown led to me coming to more of an awareness and an understanding of how much that younger version of me needed the empathy, the emotional self-awareness was the same thing that I was in turn doing to people who were being vulnerable to me. Maybe not being like that purple like that, but it still can be hurtful if I'm just giving solutions or throwing like every acknowledging everything. the fact that that person the pain through something. That they're in pain and it's okay to be in pain. Right. You know, and that was big for me because I realized for me I didn't have that growing up and inadvertently was now creating that for people around me and then wondering why I'm hearing crickets when in my head, I'm like, I've got all this knowledge that can help you. Well, just give the person a hug. Just let them know that you're here because if, the, if they want the knowledge, then do your podcast. Maybe they'll listen to it and they'll pick up that way, or maybe they'll ask you, but don't just give it because when we're giving it, 
And we're in a world right now full of so much knowledge and information, which is great because we have more resources. Yeah, I love knowledge, wisdom. I'm finishing my MBA with one. uh, I have half a presentation to finish and I am completely done with school and I'm freaking out about it. Should I go back into school is what my thought is. But it's like education is important and to keep educating yourself and humbling yourself. This is very humbling for me because I went from feeling so abandoned, feeling like, honestly, in my head, like you're a loser. You know, nobody's ever going to give a shit about what you're talking about. You're not going to help anybody. All of these things. And then I realized, what does it matter? How is that helpful? How is it helpful? If you're really trying to do something big here, then those ways of thinking and believing are going to spew out in what you're trying to help people with. It's going to bleed into it because there's not that awareness of it happening. But now there is. They're not going to accept or understand what you're doing or the reasoning behind it. And then I go into over-explanation. And the over-explanation causes more confusion and chaos. So just shut up and listen. Right here, right here. Yeah, it's the truth. Because right here, I'm yapping up the storm. I get excited. I, I love this, you know, this experience in the podcast. And he comes on and he allows the space to do so. But the communication's huge, especially between you and your spouse. Guys, you got to think. We have individual ways of processing the world. Then we also have individual ways of programmed processing the world, meaning what we learned along so the way, condition, programming. Yeah. And now at 39 and 44, we're now becoming individuals of our own self-expression and being in alignment with ourselves. Knowing that we, we got it. That no matter what we do in life, we'll always be okay. And we've shown it. We, we've been proven that time and time as again. As long as you don't give there. up, as long as you keep on trying and striding, get knocked down, you get back up, dust it off. Keep on climbing, keep on going. What? I mean, take a moment to, you know, stay present and mindful and let things come up and feel them. But emotion to energy, emotion, feel it and let it flow. Right. Go ahead. See? See what I mean? Floated right out my mind. <laughs> no, but it's good though. It's good because in for him with this experiences that he had at a younger age and stuff. What do you mean? I've been through some some experiences. Well, share if you wouldn't mind sharing the reason why. Say, like during the teenage years is a very important time to really understand. You know how we communicate with people. The world, how we communicate out ourselves, how we receive communication, I feel, this personal perspective. Um, so during those times where you could really start building a strong foundation in that emotional awareness and you know self-awareness, if your surroundings aren't safe to do so, then the only option is, is to kind of just be cold and drill sergeant. And the reason why I said it the way that I did is because for our relationship, we came into understanding when I was bringing up emotional intelligence, meaning emotional self-awareness, where it might have stemmed from, from conditioned programming that Brian experienced when he was 17. 
Right. So my younger years, I've experienced prison. Prison, in your teenage years, you go to a, like a punk prison um, for 18-year-olds, younger, what have you. But it's also like when drill. Like you're going to the, the army. It's, it's what it feels like. They drill you, drill you, drill you. You know, you the emotions cannot exist in a prison setting. You, back then, it was your weak, and if you're weak, you don't survive. You get uh, beat up into a little bitch, taken taken advantage uh, of, taken advantage of by the old one, forced into a gang, forced into situations that you don't want to be in you go in there for six months and never come out you're stuck in there for life and they create you not to be emotional so for the longest i was very emotionless i knew going in that it was do or die um, survival of the fittest when you're in a punk prison just somebody mouse off you gotta give do what you got to do. But once I got home, it was very hard for me to be very emotional towards friends, family, co-workers. It was just straight to the point, hardcore. If you couldn't cut it, you were done. If you talk sideways, it was on uh, it just became overwhelming. And through that also, too, it probably connected you with other people who were more apt to be more fight or flight, survival, kind of uh, maybe more aggressive type people because if he doesn't have that emotional um, self-awareness skill um, being developed, then that could lead to being around the surroundings of the same environment you were just in because the environment that you know. So you just go back to it. And then you create Unless that. somebody else showed you another path. Then you get your eyes opened up to better. You get given a choice. Right. And that's the that's exactly how it worked for him. He was given choices in one step at a time. Same for, yeah. you know. It's almost like three hats. You do the 12 steps, take it one step at a time, day by day. Each day gets easier as you progress. We were always told in order to survive, you had to be tough. You know, you, you couldn't show emotion, stuff like that. And the reality of it is, is that we cannot survive in that energy all the time because it ages you quicker, it wears you down, it constantly has you feeling anxious, anxiety, aggressive. And that's all the kinds of things that the societal norms are in different ways. They're not putting things out there that are soothing, that are calming, that are helpful, that are guiding, that are inspirational. Not unless they just showed you like, the worst case scenario in the entire world, then you might get a quick blip. Why can't we just have the real conversation and not the division? That's what we're trying to create because it is a time to be able to know that your strength is in your vulnerability and in your emotion because 
It is the exact key that connects us. That's why we are the, you know, us all as a race have emotions. It's a gift because it raises the vibration of the earth into a higher state um, of love. And I know that sounds corny, but in all honesty, to go through the experience of life that I've gone through, I could have a choice to either look at it from completely negative, like I got screwed, or I can look at it from a perspective of how it helped me become who I am today that inevitably can be what helps you tomorrow. And for that, I will do go through every experience all over again if it means that that could be just the salt to your pepper. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You know, it's true because, I mean, it sucks. It sucks to go through things or feel like you're alone or disconnected. And, you know, you're not. We've got a few minutes left. The hour's almost up. We thank you guys for joining us on this TikTok Live. It went really, really great. Um, but nowadays you go to prison. It's so soft in there. It's ridiculous. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, is that second go around was even messier for him. Let's just be realistic. Yeah. And yeah. messed with them even more. And he, well, because yeah, this time coming home, well, and this time coming Correct. home, it was, we're going to do the work. Yeah. And that's what relationships or people who really want to grow and evolve for themselves will be willing to do. And it's okay. If you're, if you feel comfortable at where you're at, there's no, you're not behind. Remember that you are not behind in life. Nobody is ahead of you. You're exactly where you're at because you're meant to be in that moment for you. And it's okay. Give yourself grace and take one step at a time. We'll be back here on Wednesday um, live in studio. Uh, I'm going to be doing a makeup demo live along with a following of um, our podcast, Awakening Truths with Makeup Your Power. Again, you guys can find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, um, <clears throat> Spotify. Uh, we are on Patreon. We're trying to up the YouTube. So we're trying to stream all over the place to have these conversations. If you guys ever want to come on, be a part of the audience, we welcome that as well. Um, and yeah, and as soon as we can figure out how to do that, we will get that more involved because we want to create kind of like a studio space where we kind of just talk about current events that are going on for us and maybe for you or you got something that's going on and maybe you need a safe space. Somebody to acknowledge you and give you some kind of advice. Something that or you have advice. Help you. Right. Or give us advice or just have a different anybody, perspective. Anybody that's listening advice. We believe you guys all are an addition. That's what we're here to create. And we're going to keep coming on here. And we're going to keep doing this because we know that it will grow. This community will continue to grow. It can start out with two, but it can create a new. For the collective, we love all of you. That was so corny. <laughs> but good night, guys. Have a great Saturday night. And stay safe. Stay happy. And just be you. Right. Because it's beautiful. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you.